What's up, monsters? Welcome back to the Wake the Monster podcast. We're going to be continuing with the leadership alphabet today, and today's going to be letter D, and D is for discipline. You know, a lot of the Wake the Monster concept, the whole premise behind Wake the Monster is about this individual approach to the way you live life. It's about looking internally, looking at yourself, figuring out where your weaknesses are, figuring out where you're falling short, and then you know, resolving those problems and moving forward, improving yourself consistently, just 1% better every day. And discipline is a major factor of that, right? So when we think about the leadership alphabet, we've gone through the first few days and we talked a lot about how to be a leader in a work center or a leader in an organization or whatever environment that you want to lead in. But discipline is all about leading yourself. You know, when you have people who are finance specialists, right? people who, who accountants or people who help and guide you through stock portfolios and help others invest their money. You know, one of the things they look for is that that person's own personal finances are in order. And it goes to the, the idea of you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. You know, if you're on an airplane and the masks come down that you got to put them on because there's a, an incident on the aircraft, the, the rule is that you put yours on first and then you help your partner, you help your person sitting next to you. Uh, in the military, if we're putting on our chemical equipment, our seaburn equipment, you know, you put your mask on first, and then you take care of your buddy and you do your buddy checks. If you have to, you know, take care of triage, if you have to do self-aid buddy care, take care of somebody who's injured in the field. Well, if you're both injured, you got to take care of yourself before you take care of your buddy because it doesn't help anybody for you to die while you're trying to care for somebody else. Now you're both just dead. Some extreme examples there, but the idea is always that if you're not squared away, then you have no business helping somebody else in the area that you're not squared away in. And discipline is where that comes into play. You know, there's a lot of other factors about discipline or how to apply or how to look at discipline that I want to talk about here, but the major one when it comes to being the monster that we want to be is self-discipline is what are your goals what are, what what things in your life do you need to have aligned to continue to be successful on a daily basis and what plan do you have in place to get there you know and it's real easy like so i'm somebody who loves spreadsheets i everything i do i can i can organize i can you know do my budget i can do planning lists it's just like think of me like jim from the office right like i'm gonna make a list oh i can't stop you from making a list right but i love putting things on spreadsheets because it lets me see things in a way that's logical to me but when i was younger before i was really figuring out this mindset or figuring out how to be disciplined i would come up with these budgets and these plans and then i would just have no discipline and i wouldn't stick to it right i would budget out, hey, this is the money that I'm going to put aside so that I can take my girlfriend out for the weekend or, um, you know, buy a gift or go on a trip or, you know, one of those big things. And then I would go and I would spend it all on on lunch at work because all the grownups were going out to lunch every day and I wanted to feel like part of the in crowd. Right? So I didn't have any discipline there. So I would blow my money and then very rarely take a trip because I spent it all. So I was able to build a plan. That's not really having discipline. You know, building a plan is is a simple process, but the 
discipline to follow through on that plan on a daily basis is where that real monster comes into play where the real idea of hey this is me grinding every day to get to that goal that i wrote down to go on a trip to save ten thousand dollars to start a family to change my job to get promoted that those are all the goals and you can lay out the plan. If I want to get promoted, what do I got to do? Okay, I got to be good at my own job first. Okay, cool. Now I got to make sure that I'm reaching out and that I'm taking on work from other departments so that they can see that I can work interdepartmental and I can I can interact with people from multiple different angles. And then they're going to see that that's a, that's a skill that they need in a leadership position. And then eventually I'll get promoted. That's a plan. But do you have the discipline to come in every day and deal with the workload that it's going to take to get you promoted. You know, that's a that's a really common thing when it comes to the to business or to us in our jobs is, you know, it takes me stepping outside of my job description to get promoted because the job I want has a different job description. So the concept is you're always working toward, you know, you're always outperforming your current salary or your current position. Otherwise, nobody's going to look at you as somebody who's capable of getting to the next position. But that workload that it takes is going to go beyond your current job description. So are you willing to do that one? And then two, do you have the discipline to do that daily? And doing it one day when the boss is looking is, is, is fine. But at some point, if you didn't do that consistently, there's going to be a meeting about, hey, can we promote so-and-so? And then you're going to have one person say, yeah, I saw him do good. And you're going to have 10 people be like, well, yeah, but he did good one day. And then he never came back or he never reached out again. He never took on a secondary initiative, you know? So that's where discipline comes into play in the work center. But back to us about ourselves. You know, one of my favorite authors is Jocko Willink. He wrote Extreme Ownership. Uh, he's got several other books, Dichotomy of Leadership. Um, him and, and Leif Babin are two former Navy SEALs. They were in Ramadi in 2006. They have great stories. They have just, just great journeys to getting where they are they both they came from different backgrounds but you know they got together and started writing these leadership books and they're some of my favorite ever they really they extreme ownership was the first book that i read that kind of really got me going into reframing who i was and how i was doing things he has a saying and he says discipline equals freedom you know it's a cool catchphrase but what does it really mean and discipline allows you the freedom to do the things you want to do to achieve the things you want to achieve Right, so think about if you're in school, right? Like I'm in online classes right now for my master's degree and assignments to do every week. But let's say I get to Friday, my week was busy and I didn't have time to get my work done. Well, now it's Friday night. Normally that's the night that I allow myself to unwind, relax, do some mind numbing activities and just disregard responsibility for a few hours at night. Well, if my homework's not done, if my assignments aren't turned in, that time, because Saturday and Sunday is for the family, right? Saturday and Sunday is the time where me and the family do our activities. And my daughter goes to dance Saturday morning, and then the rest of the day is is us hanging out, being with each other intentionally. So if I miss my assignments for the week, Friday night is the night that I have to do them. Now I have to make a decision, right? Do I want to have my mind-numbing activities, or do I have the discipline to replace that with the work that still needs to get done. You know, if I don't have the discipline to do that, now it's got to push into something else. 
now I'm losing the freedom to do something else I want to do because of the fact that I didn't have the discipline originally to get it done when the time allotted me to. So now it's going to bleed into Saturday. Now my homework assignment is taking time away from my girls. Now homework assignment is taking time away from family. And I've now lost the freedom to make that choice. Right? Discipline equals freedom. That's, a, that's an example of it. If you let your work lapse through the week, eventually it's going to come due. So you're either going to do it at a time that's inconvenient or you're not going to do it and you're going to fail. And now you lost the freedom of getting what that degree is supposed to do for you. If I don't turn in my assignments, I don't have the freedom to earn more money in that way because I didn't have the discipline originally. You take it from a fitness level for me too, right? So I get up before 5 a.m. every day. I'm in the gym by 5.15 to get my workout in. If I didn't do that then, it would take away time that I have put aside for something else later in the day. You know, fitness is a very critical aspect of my life. Fitness should be a very critical aspect of all of our lives because this meat engine that we have is literally the only thing that keeps us going. So if we're not treating this thing correctly, right, if we're eating like crap, if we're not working out, if we're just sitting around all day, we're li we're literally sitting around waiting to die. So fitness is a is is a major factor to what I do on a daily basis. And if I don't get in there by 5 a.m., I push something else away later in the day. I push homework or work or family, or I lose the gym for the day. Because right? after, uh, by, but when, when the day starts, when the day really gets going, when we start working, your priorities have to be realigned to what's the most important thing in front of me right now. And if I'm at work, it can't be the gym. It's got to be work. If I'm at home with my family and it's not family time, it can't be the gym. It's got to be them. So I need to find a time that allows me to still get that in if that thing is really important to me, like it should be. So it's before 5 a.m. in the morning, waking up every day and getting to the gym. If I didn't have the discipline to get up every day, I would be losing out on that thing that's important to me in my life. I would be unhealthy. I would be out of shape. I would be incapable of protecting my family. I would not look as attractive to my wife as I do. Uh, you know, I, I would not have the same type of presence in a room. I'm not a large person by any means, but you know, I, and I'm, I have a, a fit appearance in a room. So it helps me when it helps a man to appear that way when they're talking with people of importance or trying to persuade or, you know, anything like that. It's a benefit to look in shape. If I didn't have the discipline to get up in the morning and go to the gym, I wouldn't have the freedom to be able to seize the opportunities that I do for the rest of the day. Along with fitness comes injuries, right? If I'm in the gym a lot, you're going to have minor injuries. And right now I have one. I have a, an adductor strain. I hope it's a strain. I hope it's not worse. Um, but I've been nursing it for a little over a week and, you know, it kept getting worse. So I shut down several workouts this week and, and kind of reorganized the type of workouts I was doing so that I didn't continue to hurt it and that I could rehab. Right. But that takes discipline too, because I have a goal. I want to run a 400 meter race by the end of summer at a specific time. I want to run it in 52 seconds at 35 years old. All of the workouts that I'm doing right now are building to that ultimate goal. They all stack on each on top of each other. 
But if I'm hurting and I continue to try and push through these workouts, I'm going to make the injury worse. So I need to have the discipline to say, hang on, I love these workouts, but I might be risking my long-term health or might be risking the goal by continuing to work out now. So let's reorganize, let's reattack, let's reapproach the situation. Let's try and get some rehab in on this adductor and make that better. And then, you know, in the meantime, find the work that I can do to continue to move forward, to continue to get 1% better. So taking time to rest is part of having self-discipline as well, especially for those people in those high pace environments where it's like, you know, time really is money. They're just constantly earning finance industries. They're, they're all, time is all money because you're, you got to pay attention to the market. You got to pay attention to this, pay attention to investments all the, at all times. So it can really weigh you down. So you need to have the discipline to step back and to say, Hey, you know, I need to, I need to breathe. Otherwise you're going to crash and you're going to not be able to help the people that you thought you were going to be able to help forever. Cause you're just going to, you're going to burn out or, you know, something's going to go wrong. Stress induced health injuries, stress induced eating leads to obesity and all sorts of other stuff. So having a balance there is important. When we talk about waking the monster, waking the monster is something very aggressive. My mentality is, is default aggressive, right? I, I, and I like that and it works for me. But at the same time, like you need to be aggressive intelligently, right? So aggressively go after your goals, but you have to do it intelligently. It's something I say to my daughter every day before she leaves for school, we have a mantra and part of that mantra is what kind of work do we like? And she has to say hard work and then she has to say, do it smart. Right. And the reason we say hard work, do it smart is because people can work hard all day long, get to the end of the day and not actually accomplish anything. I've seen that countless times in my life. Um, I used to be a victim of that too, right? Just go through the day and you get to the end. It's like, man, I busted my ass today. And then you look around it's like, but I, I literally accomplished nothing, right? That's working hard, but that's not working smart. So working smart is hard work with the plan, knowing when you got to take a step back or readjust, make a left-hand turn when the, the road in front of you is blocked, you know, take the detour. It's okay. we got a long life. we got objectives that are going to take a long time. The idea that you're going to achieve everything you want tomorrow morning because you listen to this podcast or because you decided to is not realistic. You have to be comfortable with allowing things to take time. If you want to lose 100 pounds, it's not going to happen today. You're not even you're not even going to see the result for weeks. You know the beginning of the result for weeks. The actual 100 pounds is is months, maybe years, right? Depending on what is healthy for you to attack that goal at. But you know one of the common things with weight loss is like somebody gets on a scale and they weigh 230 pounds. Okay, cool. So they go work out for a week and they're 220 pounds. They lost 10 pounds of water weight. Okay, cool. But then the next week they only lose one pound and they get, they get discouraged and they think, oh, well, my plan's not working. And then they quit and they start eating again, right? But one pound a week is actually a lot to lose. So it all comes from, hey, this goal is harder than I thought. Do I have the discipline to follow through with that goal? And so that's what I'm talking about. When we talk about the leadership alphabet, we talk about D for discipline. And let's bring it back to the work center so that we can close up because leadership alphabet is kind of all about trying to be a leader 
in your environment. So we'll close out with the work center. And, you know, as a leader, let's say we're in a leadership position trying to be a leader. Right? So as somebody in a leadership position who wants to be looked at as a leader, you are going to be responsible for assigning tasks. You're going to be responsible for, you know, for lack of a better term, telling people what to do. Right? Setting the objective for your team. And then hopefully if you're a good leader, allowing the team to decide how to execute that. If you have a good team, it's going to be real easy or real simple. See, we're still, we're still playing with those words, right? Real simple, not necessarily easy. But if you're giving somebody tasks in a work center and then they see you just scrolling on your phone or they see you sitting behind your desk all day just staring at your email, waiting for another one to come in, waiting for the clock to pass so you can get your eight hours time and then get on with your day, you're not showing the discipline to attack your own goals, which means that your team is not going to have the same motivation to attack the goals that you assign them. Because if your goals aren't important for you, then why should your goals be important for them? That's something to keep in mind. As a leader, as a person in a leadership role, the team that you're leading doesn't look at the goals that you give them as a company objective most of the time, right? Because they're looking at you. They want to have a relationship with you. They want to be personal with you. So if you tell them, hey, we need to do this, they see that as it's important to you, which is good. Right? If it's important to you, they should see that as important to you because it means that at, they, at, a, at some level, they care about what you care about. Right, So that's actually a good thing to have in a, in a leadership role is that people think the objectives are coming from you. But if you are not doing the work to chase the objectives, if you're not doing the work to succeed in your own position, if they don't see you working just as hard or really you should be outworking them regardless of your position. If you're the leader, if you want to be the leader, you need to outwork your team. If your team doesn't see that, if you don't have the discipline to do that yourself, then they are not going to care about the goal that you gave them. Remember, if you don't care about your goal, why should they care about your goal? Right? So that's how we're going to wrap up the leadership alphabet with D for discipline everything. Discipline is not about monumental effort. Discipline is about consistency. And that's going to be the approach that the whole wake the monster concept is willing to wake up tomorrow and fight again. Discipline is a critical aspect of that, whether it be fight to get promotion, fight to be the leader, fight to be more in shape, fight to graduate school, whatever your, whatever your objective is. In the leadership alphabet, discipline means consistency. So I appreciate y'all stopping by. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave me a five-star review. If you didn't enjoy it, leave it a one-star. Either way, it lets me know how to get better. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. Next letter is going to be E on Tuesday, so let me know what you think letter E is going to be. Appreciate y'all stopping by. Go wake your monster. Peace.